0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Audria Arjona, Hitman, What will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the 3M Podcast. My name is DJ. My name is Sean. We have Tristan in the studio with us tonight. Um, And Charles is in Florida. He's tuning in in the chat, but uh, he will be back soon cannot tell you when but it'll be a surprise but soon everybody. enough uh we have a lot to talk about that we will hold off on until Charles joins back up uh a lot of it having to do with Sean going out to Florida
2: spooky stuff that happened whilst in Florida
1: which only happened because he had another trip that the <laughs> the airlines canceled on him so sick uh he uh rearranged his his schedule and uh drove up to see Charles and they uh Went and did some ghost hunting. Yeah. We're so,
2: regular ghost hunters now.
1: Yeah. And uh yeah, and somebody just gifted gifted us an EMF reader, which uh if you're just uh listening to the podcast and you want to send us stuff, send us more things to put us on the defense. <laughs> Cause we get enough like evil grimoires. <laughs> yeah. We've gotten creepy dolls. We uh, have no
2: crosses, no holy water, yeah, no consecrated oils, no, what else do you protect yourself with? Silver what you bullets? Use? I don't know,
1: dude. Wooden steaks. Salt.
2: Salt, yeah. <laughs> if you do send us salt, send us real salt, the brand, because that's IFs with real I have. I do
1: have a Hawaiian salt, which is good for, I guess, the Hawaiian ghosts here, you know? <laughs> um, speaking of uh, crazy artifacts, so I posted this maybe like two months ago. It's my mother's birthday. Uh, her and my dad flying to Utah. They're in town we go to dinner we go to arguably the best restaurant in Utah Valley i in my opinion have you been to communal no, no delicious great restaurant if you're in the area check it out but we go to communal a uh, very intimate dimly lit setting the bar is right there and the chefs are are doing their thing right there and we sit down and there's a couple right next to me and looks like they're finishing up their dinner we're just doing our own thing. And I'm on like the bench side and the couple is literally like on my right, very close to me. And we're there about like 45 minutes and the couple's still there. They order, they had ordered like a few desserts and they're trying the different desserts. I'm like 45 minutes in, my brother leans over to me and he shows me his phone and his TikTok. And on it is Reed Moon, which I told my brothers about and they had followed him on social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's Reed Moon. I'm like t- having a conversation with my parents. and like, Bubba's like showing me, Bubba's a, a, a man of few words, my brother, Bubba. And uh, he, uh, uh, he's showing me, I was like, yeah, yeah, read moon. What, what about it? And he's just like, he doesn't really say anything. He's just like <laughs> showing it to me. And he keeps like insisting me to like watch it. So like I watch it and then he, he like just kind of like mumbles, which is pretty normal for him, uh, but he mumbles like, <laughs> and he's like motioning over. And he's like pointing with his eyes, right? And I look at the man who was sitting right next to me the whole time is Reed Moon himself. What? And I didn't Dude. notice the whole time. I'm, I'm <laughs> minding my own business. They're right next to me. So I, I like like we're doing our own thing. They're doing their own thing, you know? Yeah. So I'm like a little starstruck and I look at him. Sure enough, it, it is Reed Moon. <laughs> and I've always told myself that when I see like reputable people whether it's celebrities i don't know whatever like i i've i've seen a couple and like i don't want to bother them i don't want a fangirl i just want them to live their normal life but this time i came <laughs> this man was sitting right next to me dude it was but, meant to be it was, well, yeah uh, yeah he he was right there so i was like i'm so sorry to bother i just want to say real quick oh i say i'm so sorry that i'm bothering are you read moon and he says i am and i said I just want to say real quick that I'm a big fan. I run a local scary stories podcast named 3am and we did a whole episode about you and uh, we love what you do and that's it. And then he, (laughs) his wife is with him. I I felt bad because she was like, whenever people talk to him, all he wants to do is talk, so this is <laughs> this is good. But I felt bad for her because I was like, I felt like I was stealing him away from her. So I, I, that's all I wanted to say, and then let them be. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, he he just started talking to me, and this man just uh, uh, he's so interesting. He's all over. He was like, yeah, I was just in Japan last week, and I was like, oh, I was in Japan last week too. Uh, we were talking about that, and he was like, yeah, I uh, was buying. Um, did we talk about this? No, okay. I have not heard about this. <laughs> okay. He said, I was, I, uh, I was acquiring, of course it wasn't just for funsies. It, was, dude acquiring. it was acquiring treasure hunting, right? <laughs> yeah. So he says, I was acquiring um this uh, traditional Senpuku kit. Tristan served his, his LDS mission in Japan. What's Senpuku? Dude, I am drawing a blank. Oh. <laughs> I guess Tristan didn't serve a mission. Then. <laughs> um, but senpuku is like the uh, the honorable way of offing oh, yourself. Okay. Like, okay, a, okay. like Samurais did it, right? Sure. So it's like, he said, I, I got this like couple hundred year old box that came complete with the blades and like the scrolls. The scrolls had the instructions with like calligraphy on how oh. to perform it and the cloths and everything. What? So it's the? like the, from, from what I've uh, gathered from all my movies and anime <laughs> watching… You're they 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 stab themselves in the stomach, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, is there anything after that? Like
1: the uh, their friend or whoever commander, uh, I don't know, helps them out by finishing the rest off by lopping their head. <laughs> so that was like an honorable way to go. I don't, I don't know. Um, um, questionable. That's my that's my educational go at at Sampuku. But he was like, yeah, I was just acquiring like a traditional Simpuku kit casual yeah yeah very casual um, and he was like also i just bought the the very first edition of a uh, one piece the manga <laughs> and then my brother baby is like freaking out because one piece is his favorite anime of all time <laughs> and uh it's just so funny like this dude like just a big nerd but i'm all for it you know like he was like look and then he like pulled pulled his jacket to the side and he had like the he had like a one piece shirt that's so sick. He had like the logo on his chest. <laughs> Dang. Um, he's like, yeah, so I was in Japan last week, flying to Hawaii tomorrow uh, to see my son and look at some other pieces down there. Then I'm going to be in like Guatemala the week after. Then I'll be in the UK the week after that. It's like, Bruh. this man just like literally <laughs> travels the world and like uh,
2: acquires treasure hunts. It's so acquires. crazy, dude.
1: <laughs> and then uh, a few weeks later, uh, I posted on our story because My friend sent in our group chat, uh, spotted Reed Moon carrying a huge wooden chest oh, in the parking lot. I saw lot. that, bro. <laughs> and I posted, it, I was like, What do you guys think? it like he's carrying <laughs> in that case, dude. Crazy,
2: most popular answer the Ark of the Covenant. Honestly, we have
1: no idea. <laughs> what a life! What a crazy life!
0: He's what I want to be when I grow up. That's crazy that he's traveling so much.
1: I know, yeah, I know. it's like.
0: That's like all over the globe in a less than a month. Yeah. yeah,
1: what the? What's that Jackie Chan movie?
0: Jackie, which one? Around, around the, the, world, the world, world in ninety, eight,
1: 90 80 days. days, eighty days, 80 yeah. something days? like something, that. Yeah. What? A, yeah. I, I never saw that. What does he do? He goes does, around the world is in is eighty he like days. Like a hot air. Is that it? So does he have like a big camera hanging around his neck the whole time? <laughs> 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 He's at stops at all the national parks, <laughs> 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 um, basically. Yeah, so that was uh. That's Reed Moon. I forgot how we got to that, but that was local my. news. Oh, the okay. a crazy part, <laughs> crazy part was I was talking to him when I told him I was like, I run a local podcast, three a.m. We did an episode about you, and he says, "I know." <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude. So it's like he <laughs> knows, saw me there, but didn't say anything. I don't know if I don't know. He was probably really starstruck with me there, <laughs> and I had the balls He's to like, say to speak DJ. up. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So that means you've been recognized again, but this is an extra layer of recognized by someone
1: famous. Yeah, and so, uh, so it continues. You know the the run-ins of uh, our listeners in public, and uh, I mean that's that's an experience still just exclusive to me and Sean. But yeah, you got to let us know when you run into any listener if you haven't already.
0: Have yeah, Charles runs into anybody or in Florida. Somebody sees yeah. you. <laughs> I don't know that people would recognize me,
1: but I don't know. People recognize Kevin without even like seeing his face. They recognize just his laugh. laugh. Just the laugh. Right? <laughs> Charles is in chat right now. It's mad. Like, mad. <laughs> Big man. Sean, what you been up to? Oh, uh, let's see. That we can share.
2: That we can share? Right well, let me just say the reason I was in Florida is I had a trip planned to Colombia. That was canceled because cheap flights often, not often, sometimes are canceled on you. Was it one of those
1: like open jaws? Um, open jaws? Like the open jaw flights? I don't know what no, open right, no, jaws. No,
2: right. But it was like on like a airline I'd never flown before. I'm not going to dox them because maybe they are actually good and I was mm-hmm. on a bad flight. <laughs> but um, yeah, cheap flights got canceled, stuck in Florida for a week. And so we'll tell what happened there. When Charles is on. Yeah. But other than that, uh, not much for me. Same old, same old. Hmm. Uh, I wish I could say I'd seen Red Moon, but I haven't.
1: <laughs> you went to FitCon, though.
2: Oh, yeah. I did go to FitCon. How was that? Oh, that was fun. Oh, let me tell you, bro. I did not expect this to be at FitCon, but I walk in, and I'm just drawn to one of the corners of this giant arena, and I get there, and in the corner of this arena, it says Armored Combat. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I see this (laughs) ring or this like fenced off area. So I go and just like post up. Nothing's happening. But then the announcers start going off. They're like, this is the national championships for armored (laughs) combat. And your local Salt Lake City team is up next. I'm like, what? You made it for, (laughs) yeah, you made it
1: for the home field.
2: Made it for the home field. I Left, I, I kind of left to explore a little bit and then came back for the actual final, bro. And that was wild. What is the combat? Armored combat is these guys who are just full armored suits, LARPing, LARPing okay. publicly,
1: <laughs> and they're the national championship
2: full on, like metal weapons, axes, probably not sharp. But, like, I saw some actual wounding happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to share much on here. <laughs> but this dude gets just smashed in the head with an axe. Oh. He's got a full-on helmet. That's but then tight, all of dude. a sudden, they oh. pause the event. Because his face is bleeding.
1: Oh! Shoot.
2: Shoot. They pull off the helmet, and it wasn't sharp, but it was a blunt force that yeah. bent yeah, 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 the yeah. helmet in and just oh, gashed his forehead. I love it. Bro, it was for real. Honestly, we got to bring that kind of <laughs> I stuff I saw, back. like, this one dude just get leveled by someone going full, like, just 40 miles an hour at this dude yeah. in
1: full armor. Bro, it was actually kind of dope. All those movies were, like, the, the 1% empower the like the billionaires of the world like buy an island and throw a bunch of innocent people there to fight dude i get it it sounds so fun dude <laughs> just see what happens just modern day gladiators um, are I'd you not also entertained? volunteer for that <laughs> yes dude we need to bring it back yeah um, it was highly entertaining that's though. like one of my um, one of my dreams is to attend wrestlemania <laughs> 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 i so badly want to go to wrestlemania I grew up on WWF Oh, and dude. I think it's safe to say everyone in Hawaii did for whatever reason, people in Hawaii just love to fight, <laughs> love fighting. WW, everybody watched WWF like it was normal. And then UFC became the thing in the two thousands and everybody in uh, Hawaii like tunes into UFC. Yeah. Not too many people do here.
2: Uh, I would say it's fewer for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. 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 So I don't know. It's been a long time since I've like been up to date on it. Like it was only like until I, I moved away that I like stopped watching it. But mm. yeah, all growing up it was the best. But recently I found out that uh, WrestleMania this year was in New Orleans. It was like in February. And while I was working, I had it on playing in the background it was, like <laughs> four hours straight. Jeez. And they brought in literally everybody famous. Uh, From WWF. And in the ring, there was like Hulk Hogan, John Cena. You saw him? Stone Cold Steve Austin, (laughs) The Rock. Damn. And The Undertaker. Okay.
2: Who was your favorite wrestler though, growing up?
1: My favorite wrestler? Uh, I did love Booker T. Booker T, bro. I think think it was Booker (laughs) T. And uh, he had his his signature move was the Spinner Rooney. And he would, like, do this, like, windmill flare kind of thing. Um, it's easy to love. Um, Rey Mysterio. As oh, yeah, well. I was going to say, yeah. The acrobatic uh, luchador that yeah. just flies around. <laughs> um, who else? Undertaker is classic. The and classic. Kane, I think. Kane, yeah. Yeah, with, like, the black and red mask. Yeah, dude. Hell in a Cell. <laughs> From the top rope. Yeah, dude.
2: Can't go wrong with a little, uh the cream always rises to the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, they're all classic. I, I used to play them on like, I used to play WWF or whatever on, on N64 and PlayStation. And it was just, uh, that's my dream. In so,
2: another corner of FitCon, there was a ring for like that kind of ra- wrestling too. Hell yeah. There Man. was like matches going the whole time I was there. Hell yeah. <laughs> It was actually super entertaining. I wasn't expecting that.
1: Every once in a while on my feed, I get, uh, I don't know why I just don't follow them already, but I'll get uh, like this uh, WWE, but for little people. <laughs> <laughs> and they all like introduce themselves all the time. And they have like the craziest well, names. You like, see, them? I've they're seen crazy. Yes. It's so funny, dude. Yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I hope they're thriving. I hope they're happy. <laughs> they have to be, dude. They yeah. have to be. <laughs> I feel like nobody else would would want to go to WrestleMania with me. Anybody would down, dude. Oh, sure, I I'd say yes. I, I would to do anything it. once. Plus, oh, I would do it. <laughs> Bonesaw, Bonesaw is Bone ready. Bonesaw,
2: <laughs> bro. Have you seen the movie The Legend of Baron Toa? Mm. What's that? I have recently watched this, and it's a it's a Prime uh, Amazon Prime movie mm. of a New Zealander like wrestler like WWF who's passed away, and his son is like coming back home to like not take over his legacy, but like deal with the family affairs at home. Mm. And it's super entertaining.
1: You have crazy. to watch
2: it. The legend of Baron. I oh, should I, wait. Is, wait, it's based on a true story. I don't know if, I don't think so. Actually, okay. this is yeah, just fiction.
1: What's crazy is uh WWF or WWE blood or WWE runs in my blood. Ooh. Oh, so my great, my great uncle was in the WWF, like in the seventies. Dang, <sighs> Yeah. And uh, you can look him up. His name was Curtis the Bull, Eokea. So he was a villain. Oh. He was like the Polynesian Andre the Giant before Andre the Giant.
0: Dang, yeah. Curtis the Bull. Yeah,
1: Curtis the Bull Ialkea. Yeah, and then and then my cousin is the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Charles says in the chat. I took that. I took that from him. Do y'all hear that? Uh, porn is no longer in Utah. What? I mean, I've been in Florida, so I have no idea. I know you found out. I know you found out the hard way. Um, I thought my internet wasn't working. <laughs> yeah. So they. Oh, so no. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know the exact details, but I've, I've been seeing it all over Twitter and Reddit, especially the Salt Lake City subreddit and uh, all the memes about it. But Utah passed a bill that in order to view porn in Utah, you have to upload a picture of your ID. And like register. That's, yeah, that's going to be no. To be that's down. sketchy. <laughs> like intrusive, dude. Just like like your driver's license. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, you got to upload that. See, put that. My man's out. mad over here.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I'm just thinking. You're just gonna take a picture and put it out there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. It's
1: crazy. You so. can't just
2: anonymously view porn anymore. But all the. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> but all the memes are all about how like oh two days after no porn in Utah like we're a utopian society divorce rates have gone down. Uh, church attendance is going up. Like everybody is just living on this higher plane of existence now that uh, porn websites are all blocked. So
2: Where there's a will, there's a way. I mean, uh, it's, yeah, what you said. <laughs> yeah. Would you go to Coachella? I've thought about it. I almost went that one time. And then for some reason, like it was so slow with everyone just getting on. My yeah. ticket wasn't purchased. uh. Because we tried to buy like the day it opened or something. Mm. Can't remember what happened. But I'm also kind of like a one day kind of person to go to like a mu- music festival versus of a off. whole, yeah, f- yeah.
1: yeah. Are you a concert dude? Live music guy? I I mean, I've only
0: been to one. one you only been to one concert? Yeah. Which one? I told you, I got Which one? dragged with my wife to that. Oh, like to, BTS. to BTS. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> BTS. That's the only concert I've been to. I'm sorry. Did I know that already? Did you say that was the only one you? went? Maybe yeah. you already think, did, but I think we talked. We talked, about a, it. we talked a lot that one night. That
1: night we like of, did a deep yeah. music dive. Tristan, showed me like these. He might have put a curse on me was like yeah the monk the monk singing for like three hours in the mountains. This, this lady just like doing this monk chant, and I was like, this is this is the sauce right here. This is the kind of stuff that like got lost hip, in it, bro. Hip hop producers will like try to sample yeah. like easily. Well, well, DJ was
0: like. What's some like good Mong music? I'm like, dude, all I know is like what my grandma throws on YouTube, and it's just like a lady singing, and DJ's like, oh, this is this is amazing. I'm
1: like, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? He, he didn't believe me, <laughs> but I love that kind of shit. I'm super about it.
2: Um, my Spotify rap, because that matters. Said that I'd listen to like two hundred and fifty. Really you know how you know how many people you know how many Dang. people I judge
1: based on their their Spotify rap? <laughs> You listen to 250 genres. That's what it said. Yeah, which is funny though because I swear they're just making up genres. At they this have point. to
2: because stomp and holler.
0: <laughs> Stop, <laughs>
1: stomp and holler. Have, <laughs> when you say, stomp and holler? I think of ho um, hey,
2: Mumford and Sons. <laughs> ho, <hey." laughs>
1: that, guaranteed that's what that was. Okay, <laughs> stomp and holler. Yeah, there's some crazy genres on there, and I'm like, dude, some intern made this. Up. Bro, you know what there's genre no, I've been? There is no way that like, like. This funyan rock and roll like <laughs> dildo genre like exists. That's, exists.
2: Not, that's not that's not a thing.
1: <laughs> like, well, look it up. It's yeah. a thing. What's been on your rotation recently, music-wise? Dude, I
0: have not been listening to a lot of music.
1: What, what kind of media have you been consuming then? If you do, S-
0: started over the three AM podcast. <laughs> I told you I wake up when I'm driving to work early in the morning. I just throw on another episode. What other
1: podcasts do you listen to?
0: Do you listen to any others? Uh, let's see. I mean, shout out to Charlie, but really, just like Joe Rogan okay. and you guys. Yeah, yeah.
2: Damn, we're in the same breath yeah. as Joe Rogan, dude.
0: <laughs> well, uh, like my commute honor. to work isn't even that long anymore. So yeah. And then when I'm like at the gym, just like classic rock. Yeah. Good workout. Classic music. rock,
1: like like who? Just like ACDC, like oh, okay, okay, uh, oh, Def
0: Leppard, nice. My dad listened to Oingo Boingo, Oingo
1: Boingo. Boingo. So I,
0: I got some of that. It doesn't go as hard though. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Elfman's got a different vibe, but you know, is
1: Danny Elfman Oingo Boingo? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I'm not familiar with classic rock at all. I'd I mean,
0: say like
2: I just know what's on the workout playlist, like the like
1: <laughs> whatever I played the, on Guitar Hero Three. See. <laughs> Because uh, and that's just something I wish I was more attuned to, like classic rock. Because that's what everybody grew up on here. Back home it was just like reggae and traditional Hawaiian music, which I love. But like it wasn't until my twenties did I and like started going to college. Like did I start really learning about some of these big people like ACDC? Like I knew the names. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard like some of the big but you songs, but I didn't grow up, didn't grow up listening yeah. to. I couldn't name sure. it like really, or like let alone sing along like "Hey Jude" from the Beatles. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's been like fascinating. I have like a long list of like legendary bands that every once in a while I'll like listen to all their discography. So the Beatles is one of them. David Bowie was another one. Mm-hmm. I love David Classics. Bowie. Now. Um, I got into like s- some more kind of like thrash, like Anthrax. Mm-hmm. uh like uh black flag i mm-hmm. listen to as well but yeah there's there's way more that i need to like dig into like beach boys i love simon and garfunkel simon classic <laughs> uh, classic uh i know those all are classic rock. bro queen is somebody i haven't really listened to either so many like, bangers my yeah. music
0: my queen's got some good ones
1: my music i got really into music in middle school mm-hmm and then everything from then on, I feel like I was able to get it. So I feel like very competent when it comes to anything in two thousands and newer. Yeah, but things that predate me, I'm, I'm not as as savvy with. See, like unfortunately,
2: I feel that, but for a different reason. Because growing up until like the mid two thousands, my musical taste was highly influenced by my family. So we're <laughs> talking hymns. Um, <laughs> How Christian rock, mm.
1: not uh, even like a, I can only
2: imagine. Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, DJ, weren't you saying in Hawaii, a lot of the music was like covers of like songs yeah, dude, from the biggest, like the mainland. <laughs> yeah. And so Ugh. they were shocked when it was like,
1: yeah, dude, somewhere wait. over the rainbow is the biggest example, <laughs> dude. Like they all these uh, Hawaiian artists covered songs. So I grew up listening to these covers thinking they were originals, thinking that these Hawaiian singers were just like masters of their craft. <laughs> Like turns out they're all just they're all just cover artists blatant rip off <laughs> 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 no, yeah, but guitar hero Tony Hawk Tony really Hawk. got me into rock music, <laughs> I mean like that was the intro that's when I learned about rage against the machines and talking heads, mm-hmm. um a lot of like eighties rock uh Santana and things like that, so I'm still not super super savvy but. Yeah, video games and media like got me I blame media for like my obsession with uh a lot of like the arts. But yeah. And then the, the Tony Hawk or uh Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah, as yeah. well. I feel like Guitar Hero did that did that thing for like a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Barracuda. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's true. Cliffs of Dover and Cliffs it's like, of Dover. Yeah. Legendary. So fun.
2: Yeah. That's dope though. Like mm. In some way or another, mine was just Christian rock. So.
1: <laughs> you started with Christian rock, then
2: country? Yeah. That, I mean, I'm pretty sure most of my immediate family listens to Christian rock and country still. Hmm. But nice. yes, nice. I could nice. name and sing along with a lot of Christian rock that was in the early 2000s, <laughs>
1: late 90s. You know what's funny? We probably all grew up singing in the choir, at least to some capacity, Yeah, a church choir. Sure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think every Mormon has, yeah. Or I'd say maybe even Christian. Like, if you went to church growing up, like at one point or another, I feel like you probably sang with a choir. Oh yeah, went to choir practice, sang in the Christmas program.
0: Yep, yep. You know, all of the above. (laughs) Did they did they do that in elementary school and middle school? Like, what's up? Did you guys have to? Well, I don't know, Sean. Yeah, in elementary school and high school. (laughs) 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 But like in elementary school, I feel like every year I had to sing in some choir. And then like in middle school, I had to take like seventh and eighth
1: grade boys choir or whatever. Oh, one thing that was common in Hawaii is May Day. So May Day in Hawaii is basically our version of, this is probably a terrible uh, parallel, but uh, midsummer.
2: Oh, whoa. (laughs) Um, (laughs)
1: Yeah. Not the crazy midsummer, but just like more the more mild midsummer. Fest, yeah, the festival, <laughs> the floral, like oh, okay. it's, uh, but for spring, like we're getting into spring and we're celebrating uh, just the. Like, like there's seasons in Hawaii. Yeah. It's the same weather all year round. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just uh, the feeling of spring <laughs> from the long, long winter. <laughs> a tough but, winter uh, in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, May Day, every year, every every school does this. But we have the, there, there's like May Day parades, but every school has uh, like May Day. And every grade learns like a hula, mm-hmm. a traditional hula. And uh so the song and the dance and every grade performs and sixth grade is the May Day Court. And the Mayday court, like everybody votes in sixth grade. So there's like the Mayday King and Queen. It's basically like prom king and queen. And then you have uh there's different uh oh this is crazy. I've never talked about this. <laughs> um everybody uh everybody has a job or assignment. So all eight islands are represented somehow, and there's like representing the island of Kauai or the island of Maui, and you were paired up with somebody. And they had like the king and queen of Maui, and then they had like the prince and princess of Maui, and then there were like the kahili bears. And kahili is like this, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like this ornate staff with like feathers at the top to like they were kind of like the the bearers for the court kind of. Uh, the the stupid, another stupid parallel I think of it is like the Flower Girls. Anybody <laughs> listening who's from Hawaii or is familiar with this is <laughs> probably laughing at my ass right now. Anyway, this is all I'm I'm, I'm rambling, so please <laughs> just stop me. Honestly, uh, we did our version of LARPing.
2: Hell yeah! <laughs> Full <laughs> circle go. here. We
1: we did our version of LARPing and uh, dressed as like the the ancient uh, elite or kings and queens and. Danced and sang. Yeah, so we wore flower lays, and <laughs> got it, laid. it was a I mean. joyous <laughs> occasion. And in sixth grade, I got paired up with my my crush, my absolute <gasps> crush, and I was so stoked about it. I was over the moon about it. I did my hair with gel, <laughs> oh, and ooh. I I made it like in sync where I had like the bangs that like circled <laughs> circled my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> like a nerd dude like a big nerd
0: there's gotta be a picture out there right we gotta find oh, that picture.
1: it's it's out there i, I can find it for sure <laughs> i i know the exact picture um i can find it and so we'll post it yeah that'll be posted <laughs> yep it's kind of incriminating but i don't care i've told so many things on this podcast yeah, yeah everybody knows that like my girlfriend at the time and my mom like held, held me my bare self mid COVID.
0: Oh, oh, oh yeah. I was like, like wait, my mom what? helped me oh, yeah, pee, yeah.
1: pee in the trash I can. I thought you were talking about and my girlfriend like, had her hands on my ass in front of my mom. Like, and I'm dying. So it's like, <laughs> I don't think there's
0: anything. Yeah. Bangs. At bangs are the yeah. worst problem. Yeah. yeah. Gelled yeah. bangs are totally fine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Plus it's sixth grade. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. Everybody, we all went through that phase. Everybody was ugly. <laughs>
0: Everyone had jail bangs <laughs> at one point.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Let's get into let's get into stories. Now we roll our twenty sided die to see who goes first. Oh. Thirteen. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. I have benefited from therapy in a way that it's allowed me to feel a lot more light, lightness in my heart, my head, my emotions. If that's something that you are needing, if that's something that's missing, uh, give therapy a try, give better help a try. Uh, we want to hook you up. Um, by getting it off your chest, uh, and it be a little lighter on the wallet, uh, go ahead and visit BetterHelp.com/3am, and you can get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, hel 3 am We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember, hot and icy, cold—the rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Fourteen, you bastard. (gasps) Let's go.
2: Sean goes first. I'll finish. So I'm going to start us off today with a listener submission. And as I was like looking for stories from listeners and such for this episode, I was inspired by the lovely weather that we're having and wanted to get outside, go hiking, and find super uh, scary situations outside, which starts off at summer camp for one of our listeners. Cool. So this story comes from Connor who is out of New Mexico, he says that this story actually takes place back in 2010 when he was 13 years old. His church was having a summer camp somewhere up in the mountains of Southern California. And he was super excited, going with all of his friends, going to have tons of like summer activities. And not much to say beyond that, just super excited to be going. As kids do... They start like uh, telling scary stories uh, around campfires or once it gets late. And one of the kids, I wonder if he says his name so I can dox him. (laughs) Oh, yes, he does. Okay. So we'll get to that. (laughs) But anyways, um, Connor says he wasn't like super popular. He said popular to the time period. He had that Justin Bieber haircut and he was a little short, little round. I can relate from my younger years. So I get that. One of the older kids, whose name was Brandon, was like, I can actually um, hypnotize people and get them to do what I want. <laughs> nice. This is coming late at night, so they all go out into the field here at camp. Everyone just agrees. <laughs>
0: Weird flex,
2: but I we'll mean, take I, it. I imagine they were already telling stories out here, but now he's like, you know what? I can hip- hypnotize people and get them to do what I want. <laughs> Connor's like, nah, bro. We all called BS. Like Nobody believed him. But then Jesse, the most popular, attractive girl in the group, offered to volunteer first. So she's like, okay. And so Brandon then gives her kind of the instructions of what she's supposed to do. He uh, says, now I want you to relax completely. Let your mind go. Clear your head of all your thoughts except for my voice. Now you're going to start to count slowly through the alphabet, starting at A." then B, then C, until you reach Z. Jessie nodded her head, and while um, she's laying there, she began to count A, B, C, D, E, E, E. Everyone in the group started looking at each other, like wondering what was going on. And Brandon just says, she's ready.
1: Oh. Oh,
2: I didn't see that coming. And all of a sudden he says, Jesse, stand up. She stood up with her eyes barely open, kind of hunched over, like how you would imagine maybe a zombie would stand. And he's like, Jesse, you will now do whatever I say. Nod your head if you understand. She nodded her head in kind of this slumped form. He said, do a squat. She squatted. Run over here. She ran over to where he was. Do five push-ups. And Connor said she got down and struggled to do five (laughs) push-ups. But after that, he said, Jesse, on the count of three, when I snap my fingers, you will come back to us. One, two, three. And Jesse comes back. What happened? Jesse asked. The group went crazy recounting like all the things that had happened. They're like, you had no idea. You, were, you, were, you did a squat. You did push-ups. And she's like, no, what are you talking about? She didn't believe them. Now, Connor, he's like, okay, I volunteer because I still think you're BS. Brendan's like, okay, I want you to lay down. Same process. Just let your mind go blank. And I'm going to have you start counting from A to Z. He lays down on the ground. Palms facing up, and he began to go through the alphabet. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And then all of a sudden, what are you guys doing? Coming from the edge of the field that they were in. Oh, party pooper can't count for it. <laughs> He hears Yay. from behind him the pastor of the camp Ugh. coming up to the group. I guess someone had told him that they were out trying to hypnotize each other in the field. <laughs> The pastor's like, you guys can't be doing this, and you actually shouldn't be doing these kinds of things anyways. So, Brandon apologized. He, he promised it wouldn't happen again. And the pastor then took Connor aside. and He's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I didn't believe that stuff would work anyways. We're good. And the pastor's just like, you know, it's a dangerous business allowing something else to enter your body. Now the
1: pastor would know something about entering into somebody else's body, dude. <laughs> He was probably referring to that, too. <laughs> On a deeper level, he was just...
2: Anyways, <clears throat> Connor wasn't sure what he was talking about at that time, so he hadn't been a victim yet. But he blew it off, and he looked at Brandon, and he's like, I knew that crap was fake. What are you guys talking about? Jesse must have been faking it. And then everyone looked at him a little confused, everyone in the group. And they're like, dude, you didn't get past A. You said, A, over and over again until the pastor came up and got us. And Connor all of a sudden freezes, just scared out of his mind. Now not sure what was even happening or if it was real or, or not. Now a time skip for him? What? Yeah, well, time skip or what he in, like thought was happening wasn't real. Yeah, yeah. Because he felt himself counting through the ABCs. And everyone else in the group said that he only made it to A. After he laid down, he was instantly hypnotized. Now, to no surprise, Connor said he had nightmares that woke him up every half hour that night. Jeez. Then, at one point in the middle of the night, he woke up, and you guessed it, he said it was 3 a.m. And at this time, he woke up soaking wet, drenched in sweat. He sat up and looked around him. And he grabbed the Bible that was next to him. He looked at it, and somehow it was completely dry, or he was completely dry again. So he's not sure what happened that night, but whatever it was, the pastor interrupted it. And if he hadn't, he doesn't know what would have happened past that. And that's Connor's story, little spooky camp
1: horror. That's a great party trick, dude. (laughs) being able to hypnotize people people, that's so funny how he just got away (laughs) if it wasn't for those meddling pastors those meddling pastors meddling adults or
2: what if everyone else was in on it too you didn't get past a
1: um that is weird yeah that's a great party trick to learn uh (laughs) where do you where do you go to learn that yeah
0: hypnotizing school it's probably uh YouTube tutorial, Hogwarts, a Wiki school How. of witchcraft and master class. all of the above. <laughs> I remember when I,
1: I was—I remember when I was a kid, and like back then, there was no laws on the internet. I don't know if you remember, but
2: not LimeWire was thing. No law. No. Mm-hmm. Laws.
1: There were no laws as far as like you just kind of wandered, the same way you just like take a walk and just go wherever you feel like. I mean, I guess you can do that now, but like you have a sense of uh, like morality and direction now, uh, even digitally. Like you know, oh, I probably shouldn't be on this. I probably shouldn't you know? click that link, or like I know this. This is sketchy. Yeah, yeah. Probably, <laughs> but back then, it was like it was all new, new nobody, technology. Nobody was so you, like that. it was like I just consumed what was given to me, yeah. and I. I, <laughs> I think it's pretty common for uh, uh, millennials being the generation that. Had no technology, and then went went into technology. Yeah, but pretty common for millennials who like use the internet pretty heavily to come across uh, like beheadings. (laughs) (laughs) I remember being like twelve and looking at a came across a beheading video. Oh my gosh! And and like a Colombian necktie video, which is where they like slit your throat and then pull your pull your tongue out of your throat. I remember watching that. I was like, is this real? I was just like, like on cartoonnetwork.com playing like some Powerpuff Girl snowboarding game.
2: <laughs> there are hot moms in your area. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's the crazy. link. It's crazy. No, but I remember saying, uh, going back to like hypnotizing school or looking, on, uh, not school, but like the websites. I remember finding on that same computer a website on how to, uh, Like learn telepathy and how to (laughs) move objects with your mind. And I remember I printed it out.
2: Where is it now,
1: bro? I printed out the instructions and I sat, I sat in my yard and I I read it and I put it down. I sat cross legged and I said, grab two smooth stones, (laughs) the smoothest stones you could find and place them in front of you. And I remember looking through my yard and I found them and I put them, I put them down in front of me and I sat crisscross. It says, now close your eyes and Relax and go into an empty space where nothing exists. And when nothing exists, materialize the two stones in your mind and then move them in your mind visually. Like visualize them just moving side to side, up and down. And I did that for like a half an hour. And then I opened my eyes and I was like, damn, I am a loser. I just spent a half hour
2: trying to move
1: some stones with my hand. Yeah, this thing did not work. So, and Charles just said in the chat that he used to yeah, practice telepathy in Sacrament because he was so bored. Just After that watching was in Matilda, sacrament, dude. dude, I was just an only child for a bit. So, um,
2: oh gosh,
1: but uh, yeah. So, <laughs> great party trick, dude. Learn to hypnotize What's? or
2: use telepathy either is going to be a
0: great party trick great party trick
1: what's your party trick (laughs) my
0: party trick
1: Mm. just whip it out into a helicopter no no no. i don't
0: i don't think i have a cool party trick yeah i don't think i have one okay i was trying to think i don't think i have any
1: cool talents Damn, that sounds depressing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he probably he's probably just like holding out dude.
1: Not <laughs> Honestly, <about> though. <laughs> <I yeah. know. laughs> Tristan lives a secret life that he he signed an NBA for. Yeah. For sure. I <laughs> couldn't
0: tell you. Otherwise, have to kill you. Oh, shit. Well, I was actually looking at one of the comments. He kind of told a story that reminded me of a quick one. If you're okay with me telling it, yeah, yeah, go yeah. for it. So his was, he said he went to a summer camp and their counselor told a scary story called the China doll. He doesn't remember how the story went, but every time he said China doll, the bathroom door in the cabin would slightly open and it made him cry. He made his dad drive two hours to come pick him up that night. And 10 years later, he found out that the counselor had a string tied to the door. (laughs) Oh,
1: damn. (laughs) That's good. That would haunt me forever, just like him.
0: Well, I I was thinking about when I was a kid, I went and was playing like night games at like my best friend's house and he lived like seriously just like down the street in a cul-de-sac and we were just playing like capture the flag sardines and it was sweet because his his house was in a cul-de-sac and none of the backyards had fences Oh, that so is it sweet. was like just a giant circle of connecting backyards so and all the parents like loved having like the kids play in the yards so there was no like parents that were Karen's like yelling at you like get out of my yard <laughs> it was like they'd come and bring out like treats or water and Anyways, so we were playing some game, and then it was probably like, I don't know, 10, 30, or 11, which seemed like super late for me when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. And we had gone inside, and then my friend's older brother, we were playing like PlayStation or something, he comes over and he's all like, dude, have you heard about the old lady that goes around our neighborhood, and she slashes little boys' tires on their bikes? I was like, no. (laughs) He's like, yeah, and they said she's out tonight. And I was like, I rode my bike here. And so like in my 10-year-old mind, I'm like, I'm This lady yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. And she's so, behind me right now. So he's like, yeah. And they target like kids that were out being loud. And you were just out there playing night games. So I'm sure she's out there slashing your tire right yeah. now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. So I looked out and my bike was under like a street lamp.
1: Oh, And so dear. I'm like,
0: there's no way I can go out to that. So I like this is cinematic, dude. I was like, I can't go out to that bike, and uh, so I told my friend's mom. I was like, Can I call my dad real quick? She's like, Sure. So I get the phone. I'm like, Dad, can you come pick me up? Apparently, there's an old lady that's slashing bike tires in our neighborhood. He's like, What are you talking about? I was like, They said it's on the news, and I'm too scared to ride my bike home.
1: And so he was like, What are you talking about? I'm not your dad. (laughs) Oh shoot
0: um and so i he's like i'm not gonna get in my truck and drive like 10 seconds to pick you up i was like i can't do it and i started crying i was like there's no way i can bike home anyways long story short he came and picked me up and i was like traumatized and then like i don't know a couple weeks later my friend's brother was like dude i was just joking with you like i feel bad that you made your dad come get me i was like I was like, bro, my dad was so mad at me for just like at eleven thirty at night, like making him drive like ten seconds to pick me up. But as a kid, I was like scared that really an old lady was gonna stab me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be terrifying though. But I don't know. I was just thinking about like you know when you're a little kid, like things that don't scare you as much now, or like you can like rationalize. But as a kid, you're like that. Yeah, that's the scariest thing.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. My my buddy growing up, John Hanson he uh his house was right next to this big pond. The pond was on the side of the road, kind of down in a trench a little bit. So the road would kind of go over this kind of there was a tunnel underneath meant to be kind of like a spillway into the pond mm-hmm. from the from the mountains. Oh okay. So you could go into the tunnel. It's a pretty big tube. And we would go all the way down to the pond. We'd play this game. Uh, he he started, when I first hung out with him, the story he told is, there's somebody who lives in the water. If you laugh, they'll get upset. And they'll try to steal whoever is closest to the water. They'll just steal so he, you. He would, ta- he would take friends, newcomers, he would take groups of friends down there. And when you get to the water at the end of the tunnel... <laughs> where the only way out is back the other way or through the water and up the hill to the road. Uh, He would tell this story at the water and then we'd be like, oh, that's crazy. And then he'd look at us and smile and he'd go, <laughs> and started laughing. <laughs> and we would scream and run, and the la- we were so scared to like look back because the last, the slowest person, aka me, like would be uh, the, <laughs> the last kid would be dragged back or just be in the water, and you would just see a splash yeah. and no person, and one of you were missing. Oh, is, what, is what we thought, and then yeah, that's terrifying though. Super fun. Dude. John Hanson, uh, John Hanson's dad built a, a Civil War cannon, and I think I've talked about this before. But every hour on New Year's Eve, he'd, he'd shoot the cannon.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And I could hear it
1: through the neighborhoods. Like, and I lived maybe a half mile, no, maybe a mile away. Yeah, and uh, it would like knock pictures off the wall, set off car alarms and stuff. But those were the Hansons. That's dope though. The Hansons. Yeah. <laughs> legendary <laughs> so legendary stories.
2: Um well, I have one more. Let's go, boy. This story is actually just going to be for our patrons, though. Darn. So if Yikes. you're not a patron, go to patreon.com. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. You ain't gonna hear this story. Uh patreon.com slash 3 a.m. pod for everyone else. We'll see you later. That's it for me. Welcome back, everybody else who's not a patron. And now we're going to pass it off to DJ.
1: Still yikes. Let's go. Okay. So this comes from a listener. This comes from Tim. Shout out. Uh, So Tim grew up as a Slavic Christian and says specifically that the idea of uh, spirituality uh, in life is a fact for us. It might also be partially due to my great-grandmother dabbling in witchcraft and being a fortune teller back in Ukraine. Casual? Casual, <laughs> dude. The casual Ukrainian fortune teller. Um, he goes on saying that there's a lot of stories that she has, but I think there's... Tim says, I I, I believe that when you talk about things... Uh, you
2: kind of give them power you, and bring them about. Yeah, you
1: bring or... them about. So I'm very particular with who I share stories with. Uh, The story that I'm sharing with you guys isn't going to be directly related to her, but just things in spirituality, I I would assume paranormal, since it's adjacent, isn't uh, foreign to to me uh, or my family. Uh, But growing up, Tim's father bought 33 acres of wooded land in the north side of Washington. Oh, that's sick. Sick. Crime. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful pride. Um, so they built a house. He said it was a pretty big house. We had the we had the space for it, uh, about forty to forty five hundred uh, square feet, and big first floor. All the be- all the bedrooms were on the second floor, except for one, was on the first floor. Uh, he goes into the details of like who stayed where, but what was most important was uh everyone got their own room except for him and his and uh his two younger brothers uh they got a large room and then eventually they, they divided it and then got their own but for a while it was them three in this room and the way they were situated was they had three separate beds and tim's bed was right up against the big window And he said, this window to me was magical because I could look out and see our land. Uh, The expansive yard, a ton of it was cleared out and then uh, it would go to the tree line. Mm -hmm. And I could see that and it was beautiful. It was magical, except for one time. I was sleeping facing the window and waking up, I could see the the yard in the dark. I could see the tree line, kind of like the, the silhouette of it all. And something feels off, and I'm just looking out the window when all of a sudden a man and his face comes right in front of me in the window, and he has a creepy smile on his face. It freaked me out. I ran out of the room. And for the longest time, that's all I really remember. A few years later, we sold the house, sold the land, We moved about 40 minutes south. I was in the third grade, and I was having one of those dreams where uh, it's a nightmare. I'm terrified. I can't remember exactly what's happening or why I was terrified, but I was terrified in my dream, and I had that for a few nights, and every time I had that dream, it got a little more vivid, and I would see that same face that I saw in the window that one night in our house that my dad built. Uh, that happened for, that persisted for a while and then stopped. And then I also kind of forgot about that. Years later, we had a family gathering and uh, someone was asking, does anybody have any scary stories? <laughs> and everything started flooding back to me. And I told them the two stories, how I was in my room. I had the, be- the bed next to the big window that looked over the property and a man came in front of the window. The, only the glass was separating us. He was smiling at me. I forgot about that. I saw that man again in my dreams consecutively for, you know, a few nights or weeks in a row. And then until they stopped and then I had also forgotten about that. But freaky. My mom is in at this family gathering. She's listening to these stories. She says, you know, I remember that night where you ran out of your room and you were scared. And up to that point, he thought he was the only one who had experienced that. <laughs> he says, "What was your experience that night?" She said, "Well, I remember looking for you that night because we couldn't find you. We looked everywhere. We looked. We looked through the whole house. We looked outside. Went back inside the house, and you were curled up uh, in one of the bathrooms in the bathtub, but you were locked inside that that bathroom." Uh, and we didn't end up finding you until morning. I guess it took them all night to find him. I don't think she had the context of him seeing the man, but I guess they lined up those experiences where he ran ran out, but and hid in the hid in the bathroom or got in the bathroom somehow and then his mom found him. Anyway, so after the mom like lines up those stories, one of the cousins asked him, like can you tell me like what this man looked like? And he starts describing it or thinking about it. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to try searching it. And he ends up searching man's face in your dreams. And he said, apparently this is a phenomenon similar to Hatman, And so many people have seen this man's face in their dreams. And I have the picture if you want to bring it up. I hate this so much, dude. Uh, I think it's internet. Let's try it. That's the one.
2: You know how you had this pulled up on your screen and I said, dude, that guy looks so familiar.
0: Did you hear me when I said that earlier? No, because no, uh, I'm a bad listener. Do you want to hear something even creepier? What's up? In the chat said he had the same experience as a child. He saw a face in the corner of his window next to his bed. In two taps didn't sleep in his room for a year and started sleepwalking and then after you said it, the mom found him in the bathtub he said my parents used to find me in our basement this is creepy AF. oh
1: so a lot of kids are having the same experience sounds like Yikes. yeah so if you're not if you're if you're not watching uh if you're just listening to the podcast we have the picture up i don't know how many people have seen this man in their dreams.
2: I think it's my great uncle, dude.
1: <laughs> Probably going to see well, my, him my dreams. dreams tonight. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you were saying, Uh, wait, so you have, I or? don't think I have, but he looks familiar. Hmm. Cause
2: I don't have any recollection of seeing anybody outside a window or like having that dream or anything. But when you pulled up the picture, I was like, man, that guy looks super familiar. Like maybe I've seen a story like similar to this somewhere out online hmm. somewhere.
1: I, I know I've seen this picture before. I I haven't had like an, a personal experience with this. Mountain Witch said the creepiest. Uh, this is the creepiest. I'm disturbed. My dad built our house too. <gasps> Same person who was found in their basement. Yeah, that was Tim's story. But yeah, uh, that's a thing. Not a thing with me. I don't know with our listeners. Just, but yeah. enough where that pictures circulate online and people have been like, yeah, I've seen. I've this, seen dude. this man in my dreams that's for sure. Creepy,
2: dude. Don't like
1: it. So short sweet story Careful of
2: eyebrows
1: dude. tim i would i would love to hear uh yeah he got them free to eyebrows <laughs>
0: that it's the smile that's kind of disturbing
1: the mona lisa smile yeah. yeah um tim i'd love to hear about your uh fortune telling ukrainian grandmother even if it's not the stories if you don't want to get into it just like what her life was like that sounds fascinating to me So let us know. Charles in chat said, if I see this dude tonight, I'll be pissed. (laughs) Just don't look out the window. Don't acknowledge it. Rightfully so. You're just going to not give it power. Anyway. Yeah. That's my story I have tonight. That's creepy, dude. Okay. Y'all got anything? I'm good.
0: I got nothing.
1: I think that does it for us tonight. That's it. Y'all, especially people in chat. It's good to see y'all. This was fun, hanging out. One thing we talked about was uh, we compare ourselves a lot. Even, even though we have a great audience, we have a great listener base, uh, and a lot of uh, you guys have become friends to us, even from afar. Uh, even with all of that, a lot of times we'll compare ourselves to some of our favorite podcasters, and those people – are living like unreal lives, like it's not reality. It's not what everyone else experiences. They have money, they have resources, <laughs> where they're traveling all the time, shaking hands with big people. We have our our normal nine to fives, just like most people, <laughs> the the general populace. So we compare we compare ourselves unfairly. It's the the thief of joy, as we all know, because uh, sometimes we feel like we have to, you know come up with stimulating content and when we compare ourselves to people who are stimulated by unrealistic things <laughs> uh it's it's it pales in comparison and it, obviously you know we don't get to have the same experiences so uh, we we're talking like when we go on breaks like these sometimes it's easier to get back into the podcast cuz we have more to share about uh in the month that we didn't record than like doing something consistent. Not that we're not going to do anything consistent anymore, even though we haven't been recently. <laughs> but uh, anyway, why am I sharing that? I guess I'm just uh, grateful for people who stick around, even though we we ourselves haven't been as around. You the uh, real MVPs. And I know you guys understand that we all have lives.
0: <laughs> so thanks
1: for, for bearing with <laughs> us, especially if you support us monetarily, which... Uh, Thank you for doing that out of the the goodness of your hearts. I hope this doesn't get repetitive. We we give our i i we try to give our thanks as much as possible. Yeah, sorry if that gets repetitive, but it's it's hard for me to not say thank you when uh, people support us the way they do. Ah, uh, and we might not meet expectations I don't know, <laughs> or record as much as as we'd like, but we're
2: trying. Well, we are
1: anyway. So shout
2: out to everyone who showed up, everyone who supports us. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. You guys are the you guys are the best.
1: Okay. We love y'all. We hope to see you guys and talk to you guys and do this again sooner than later. And uh until next time, trust your gut, watch your back.
0: Be careful out there. Uh for Charlie. Bye, love you, be
1: safe. Wow. Hey. There you go.
2: submit them to our website, the3ampodcast.com. We love any audio or visual aids that can help bring your stories to life. So file uploads are welcome with your written submissions. We're anxious and excited to hear from you.